0: Come plan your dream wedding all in one day at the 17th Annual Newport Bridal Show on March 3rd. Meet with more than 80 top wedding professionals at two of Newport's most romantic venues, Rosecliff and Oceancliff Mansions. Visit newportbridalshow.net to buy your ticket today. <laughs> Howdy folks, welcome to the Cape Cod Fun Show. It's the show that's all about having the most fun possible in the most beautiful place on earth, Cape Cod, USA. My name is Eric Williams and Mung is here. Whoop. Greg is here. Hello. Crowd going crazy, we have a live studio audience somewhere out there, and we have, guys, the biggest show we have ever done in a series of giant 30,000 foot above sea level mountains. This one's a 40,000er. This is Mount Everest times two. This is the biggest show ever. Let's check the all-important Cape and Islands weather forecast as we head for Super Bowl weekend. For Saturday, mostly sunny with a high near 32 And for Sunday, mostly sunny with a high near 40. Wow, a perfect Super Bowl Sunday. Let's check the tides. We might want to get out on the flats on one of those days, guys, and get some oysters for the Super Bowl. Your high tides on Cape Cod this weekend. Welcome to February for Groundhog Day. February 2nd, Saturday, we have a high tide around 947 a.m., that's about 10.30 on Sunday for Super Bowl. A perfect time to explore and get those Super Bowl jitters out of your system before the mighty Patriots win number six. Oh, the joy of six. It's going to be great. Your low tides over the weekend. Three, four, about four o'clock on Saturday, five o'clock on Sunday. Not even sure what it means. It's been so cold and crazy. But guys. Polar Vortex. Polar Big news! You know, you were right about yeah, that. Grade, yeah, Let's not spot, let's not get bogged down in on. your weather prognostication. Spot on, I would say. Guys, this may be a news flash to you, but uh, marijuana is legal here in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. I don't know if you guys have what? heard of that. No I'm kidding! I know. Whoa! Oh we've seen some changes. Uh, we've seen uh, the opening of a dispensary, recreational and and medical dispensary in Wareham. There's a medical one in in Mashpee and. Many other towns on the Cape might be seeing some of this legalized marijuana sales. But this particular event coming up this weekend, to me, indicates that, yes, marijuana is here to stay, and it's widely accepted by some of the great experts of the world. Now, I'm talking about this. This weekend, one of the great gardeners of Cape Cod, C.L. Fornari, who is familiar to everybody here, tips on hydrangeas, all sorts of stuff— when you're doing a plant story, she's one of the people you call. She's one of the great gardeners around here.
1: She's like one of the queens of gardening here. Absolutely.
0: The no doubt about it. She's on the Mount Rushmore of gardening. Yeah. She is giving a talk called Cannabis Propagation. That's with C.L. Fernari, 1 to 3 p.m. Sunday at Hyannis Country Garden on West Main Street, right here in Hyannis. Talk on growing cannabis from seeds and taking cuttings as well as different species and hybrids. You must be 21 to attend and bring a photo ID. It costs $20. Guys, there it is. I mean, pot was kind of sneaking around. We all knew it was out there. People voted for it and we've heard tales from these dispensaries and probably none of us have had the courage or need to go out and investigate that world, but here it is now right in your backyard in your own garden, and a gardening expert on Cape Cod talking about how to grow it. And Greg, I know you are a gardener. You yeah. and I talk tomatoes a lot. Yeah, 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 What does this mean to you? Well, it's interesting, you know? I mean, it's, uh, it's intriguing. It's
2: intriguing. Because you can grow now. It's legal to grow pot in your backyard. I think there's some requirement that it's sort of protected somehow. It can't be just, you can't just put it on your front lawn um saying, like saying that.
0: free pot take yeah samples.
2: yeah 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 exactly there there has to be some thing but yeah aren't you I mean you're a you're a a, a, a huge grower I mean, but you know you that's are... where
0: the where the rub is uh for me and maybe uh you know people with kids is that for years uh pot was illegal and verboten and uh, frowned upon and sort of a sneaky thing and I don't think my family would put up with me trying <laughs> to grow this I feel like there'd be a uh, pushback Maybe to the point where it ends up in the compost heap some night, and uh, that would be very sad.
2: That would be tragic.
0: Now, Mung, you've done some research on how many plants you can grow and what you can uh, do in your own yard. Yeah, this is why I find
1: this uh, class uh, at uh, Hannity's Country Garden so interesting, uh, because you know they're telling people, hey, come on out and learn, essentially, how to grow pot, because in Massachusetts, according to uh, the Massachusetts official website here, you can grow up to six plants in your home and up to
0: 12 plants for two or more adults. Oh, two more adults, so they must be filing jointly (laughs) Ah, 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 (laughs) with their pot growing plans, eh, filing jointly. Tax tax joke. So that is wild (laughs) because all of a sudden it's not like you meet some guy on the corner and do some kind of uh, crazy pot deal. Greg, you know all about that. Oh, yeah. Corners all around Cape Cod. But all of a sudden it can be just like rutabagas or tomatoes or melons, just something you can grow. And once a gardening expert like C.L. Fernari gets involved, that's the uh, sort of sign of it's the norm from now on. It's and, not a big deal. It's I bet this thing will be sold I out, I mean, really standing pop- room yeah. only. It's going to be very popular. Because this is information people want to know. From what I understand, I mean, pot grows pretty well. It's a hardy plant, but it's kind of maybe tricky because there's male and female plants, but maybe you just get female seeds. There's a world of things I don't know that I'd be interested in if I could indeed grow a pot at my home which i can't <laughs> but uh, i mean you guys could you could probably get away <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and it's not even getting away with it that's the that's weird true. thing it's, it's, it's still weird
2: though because it's been it's been illegal forever and then suddenly boosh it's, go to your garden center and learn about it it's legal i know it's, it's it takes some getting used to don't you think
1: what's intriguing about this is it like uh It's bringing back to the, like, the elemental nature of, like, growing it. You know, you don't have to worry about, as you said, going to a sketchy person on the street. Or even uh, the the dispensaries have a lot of of interesting things. But, you know, it gets complicated with how much price is, how much does this cost, what's the tax, you know, how long you're waiting in line for hours. So this this can avoid all that. You have, you know, you're in control of your plant and you're just kind of doing what Mother Nature
0: intended, right? Now, I wonder if she'll talk about both... Indoor and outdoor propagation, because I guess there's a big difference. You control all the elements indoors. Things might happen faster, but there is something to be said for in a safe space in your yard, as uh, per regulations, Whatever that you're, you're able to, under the sun, challenge uh, Mother Nature to roll you a fat doobie.
2: <laughs>
0: you know, I mean, it's, it really is amazing. And I guess this is something that we've seen in the newsroom going through this whole process, but... It seemed kind of sort of theoretical until something like this happens. And now it's like, here comes the growing season. If you can acquire seeds, who knows what that's all about. You can take your own marijuana future into your hands just for fun or a lark. And the other thing about it, too, is I guess this is just the start of what will be this new age of marijuana scene as just another thing, like a cold beer. And yeah. I guess that's pretty good, although maybe you go off the deep end into super strong marijuana now. We just don't know these things, fellas.
1: <laughs> I can imagine this won't be the first class. I can, Im- Yeah, there'll be way more of these. No, that's true. And then
0: there are going to be stores everywhere? All Well, not everywhere, but the Outer Cape is probably going to have a bunch of stores. There aren't
2: actually that many. Yeah, the Outer Cape is will be the epicenter, but aside from the Outer Cape, the only other town is Mashpee. Mashpee and the Outer Cape Towns. And That's there are it.
0: no recreational marijuana stores as of yet on Cape Cod. That's correct, right guys? So, where is your only game to be just a regular person without a medical card to go and get this stuff. At least closest to the Cape, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Jeez, man. Um, But actually, Greg, I hear you have an interactive piece where folks can learn more about how every town is handling marijuana. Tell us about this.
2: I do. It's a very nice map and it uh, it's interactive so you uh, hover over town and it tells you the latest news News, pot news in that town. Um and you can see from the pot map that most Cape Towns have prohibited the sale well, of retail you know, people pot. are kind of freaked out about pot in, I in mean. their borders. No, I know, and and a couple of towns like Brewster and Bourne, I believe, had sort of indicated initially that they were going to go for it. They were kind of interested in it. And then they had um uh petitioned uh town meeting articles and nope. They're not, although I believe there's, there's a suit pending in Brewster, and I think
1: yes one in Bourne, Boy, you were up on your pot news,
2: Greg. I think one in Bourne. Don't quote well, me Well, because he that.
1: created CapeCodTimes.com slash pot map, right? Pot map. Where people can go see all yeah. the info.
0: CapeCod.com. CapeCodTimes.com Cape Cape p- slash cod pot times map. CapeCodTimes.com slash pot map. Yeah. And you hover over the map, and it actually shows you how many people in each town are actually high at the moment.
2: <laughs> it, it's that interactive. It's actually real time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh, there's Freddy. He it
0: even plays Cheech and Chong music. He's out in the woods. <laughs> hey, man. So that is intriguing. I guess we'll have to stay on top of this, fellas. It's a little scary. Having something so legal now, it just... It's weird. I'm kind of intimidated by it all. It's kind of a mind warp, isn't it? I mean,
2: did you ever imagine this happening in your lifetime? I, I, it, I didn't.
0: It just proves how many people who are kind of quiet, regular people went to the polls and voted for it. It's this sort of silent pothority. Mm, mm, that are puffing their way through life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's interesting. So again, that's Cannabis Propagation with C.L. Fernari, Cape Gardening Legend, 1 to 3 p.m. Sunday at Hyenas Country Garden. That's 380 West Main Street. And she's going to talk about seeds, cuttings, different species, hybrids. You have to be 21 to attend and have to bring a photo ID. So even this is kind of like an official sort of thing. It's a $20 fee this weekend And that could be fun before the big game.
2: think they'll, um, you know, have some samples.
0: Now, Greg. Well, (laughs) I don't know. This new pop world. A lot of cowboys and cowgirls riding the range. Probably holding, as they say. Holding (laughs) a lid of something. Like, try my hybrid. Oh, yeah, this is uh, Lemon Crush Cookie Dough. (laughs) (laughs) Because they they all have
2: weird names like that. They have some crazy names.
0: So that could be a good warm-up to the big Patriots Super Bowl. And, of course, guys, this is the weekend. Oh, yeah. How lucky we all are to have lasted the entire football season and made it to February and the big game with the Patriots in it. I kind of feel like we've gotten all we could have gotten out of the football season. I hope they win, but I'm just happy they made it to the crazy. And that's what's exciting about that.
1: They should rename it to the Patriots Bowl. Oh, man.
0: Haven't they been in it,
1: like, most of the time in the last five years? Well, well,
0: Greg was asking for headlines because he's working that night ha. of Super Bowl uh. Sunday. And says, oh, we need headlines if they win or they lose, like little quick ones. And so this would be their sixth Super Bowl championship if they win. So I came up with the joy of six and was roundly hooted and voted down in the news the joy of six.
1: Oh man, you're edgy today.
0: That's edgy. That's racy. <laughs> it's just kind of like sexy. Is that, is that
2: fit for a family newspaper?
0: Yes, it is because it'll be like, really? oh, the joy of sex. ha-ha. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with referring to a very well-selling manual about uh, human the Red relations.
1: Sox. The joy of socks. The joy of socks. <laughs> right, you're talking about the Red Sox book.
0: But now, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have uh, uh, diverging paths coming up on Super Bowl Sunday. Now, a lot of folks are going to be. Uh, going out that's one of the big going out days you got a favorite bar with the big beautiful TVs that is one avenue and a great way to watch the Super Bowl on Cape Cod and uh, in Cape Week uh, magazine on Friday you can read about six fun places to watch the Super Bowl and these are places that are outfitted with TVs and hopefully chicken wings and all the vittles you need uh, to make new friends and get excited Mm -hmm. with old ones Out and about on Cape Cod. Here's a couple. We've talked about some of these before. DJ's family sports pub right here uh, in Hyannis at Falmouth Road and also 872 Main Street in Falmouth. And really, if football and Super Bowl had a baby, it'd be called chicken wings. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, because that's what is produced out of these situations, like just tons of a brood of chicken wings being born across the land DJs is the epicenter of chicken wings on Cape Cod. I think that's pretty inarguable. Mung, I know you're a chicken guy.
1: I love chicken. I love chicken wings. And DJs is Bone top in, notch. bone
0: out. You don't care.
1: Bone in, bone out, I'll, I'll take it, I'll, I'll devour it, and... Um, what about I, a sauce?
0: So is all the scuttlebutt we hear about DJs true that they are just the ninja chicken wing people?
1: Oh, they are the kings of chicken on the cape? And I'm glad you mentioned that, Greg, about sauce, because, you know, chicken wings have come a long way um, over the years. Decades ago, you might not have had sauces oh, available to way you. Way
0: back, they used to be attached to the chicken. <laughs>
1: back in the old days. But listen to the insane sauces you can have if you go to DJs for your uh, chicken wings. You can get your traditional buffalo sauce, buffalo garlic. Um, You can get barbecue, sweet heat, habanero hell. Oh, man. Honey barbecue, lemon pepper, lemon pepper garlic, General Tso's chicken if you want a little Asian flavor, garlic parmesan. Listen to this. Have you ever had mandarin orange ginger chicken wings? Blow my mind. Sweet chili, sriracha, uh, mango habanero, and this may be the most shocking sauce. And I know someone who's gotten it and they they thought it was delightful. You can get, all right. Thai peanut butter and jelly sauce on your wings. That's dude,
0: going too far. Good grief. Wow. <laughs> and I said they have, they've also added uh, sweat sock <laughs> for the Super Bowl and they have one called Low Tide for real Cape Codders. <laughs> Tastes like Low Tide.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, check out the DJ's menu. That's <laughs> insane. Yeah, they go wild. Yeah, man. Like no idea.
0: All right, I have so, I
1: can imagine they're going to be busy though so I'd probably get your order in, in Yeah, advance. we've heard, we've heard
0: <laughs> stories like tons of wings being consumed yes. out of DJ's. Tons of wings. Things like that so... That's another part of this puzzle. Uh, Another great place, of course, Dino's Sports Bar, and that's on Route 151 in Mashpee, maybe the biggest television in the world. They have food, nice people, always had a good time at Dino's, easy to get to on 151. That should be fun. Red Face Jacks. I've mm-hmm. never been there, Mung. You've been to Red Face Jack's?
1: Yeah, and it's always bumping there as well. Yeah, so another camaraderie.
0: Place. All right, we got that. That's uh, 585 Main Street in West Yarmouth, Red Face Jack's. Here's one I don't recall. The Clubhouse Sports Bar and Grill... One, Root Hill Road in East Sandwich. Mm. Oh, that's at the Sandwich Hollows Golf Course.
1: Sounds intriguing. Nice, I've never been there. Nice big parking
0: lot. Big, mm-hmm. I've been inside there. It's a, I've been, I covered some political events in there. Mm-hmm. Lots of room, big TVs, a great view. And if there happens to be any snow on the ground, we might get a little snow. You can go sledding right out the back door. Oh, oh Wouldn't that be fun? Halftime? Uh, that, that would be the best. Better than Maroon Five. It'd I'll be, tell you that much. It'd be better than watching the game. You know? Now, Greg, let's. You see, so you promised before the broadcast you were not <laughs> going to let your anti-football <laughs> views leak into the fun show. Okay, sorry. It's like an oil slick, and sorry. we're ducks. Oh, I can't! Oh, I can't swim. Call! I can't <laughs> swim. Oh, it's Greg. It's Greg's hate slick that's I'm spreading sorry. over all of us. <laughs> Some of the other great places you might be interested in, I hadn't heard about this until today, Flinney's Bar 3, 824 Main Street in Falmouth, Fourteen TVs. Whoa. Oh. That's, it's,
1: always, it's always good to get, get, get to the upper cave as well.
0: They feature burger, pizza, salads, sandwiches, all among the word you love, calzones. Oh,
1: I love calzones. I'm not a big pizza person, but when you put all the stuffing into into a pizza-like thing, then I go nuts. But I love calzones. But wait a
0: second. Isn't a calzone just a pizza folded over once? Yeah, but it
1: seems more like delicious on the inside with the fillings than, than pizza with it on the top.
2: Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. It's the yeah. same thing, Greg. It, it, I, I mean, it's kind of
0: weird. It's, Mr. Maybe Gallif- it, tricks your, it tricks your it's just, brain.
2: It's just more dough, right? Mm. It's well, like, it's, it's like double the dough.
0: Oh, Super Bowl Sunday at Flinny's. There's a free buffet. Whoa. Oh, free, free buffet. buffet. Oh, you know how Whoa. I like the
1: F word. Uh-oh. And yeah. buffet, F-P. <laughs> yeah, F-
0: <laughs> F- F-P. That's big. And here's uh, Buncee's Pizza and Sports Cafe. That's 894 Route 134 in South Dennis. It's kind of close to you, Greg. Very, very close. They say it's a very local spot. If a bartender gets married, they basically close the bar down because everyone's going to the wedding. That's <laughs> how local and friendly it is. They offer $2.50 Rolling, rocks, rolling Rock 15-ounce drafts. Boy, that's a pretty good price. That's actually a
2: really good price.
0: Good old Rolling Rock from La Trobe, PA. Oh, yeah. And they say their beer is the coldest around. Ooh. Uh That's at Buncey's Pizza and Sports Cafe. All sorts of TVs. So those are options for folks who want to go out, and I totally understand that. Uh, Me, I'm more of a stay-at-home or maybe-go-over-someone's-house guy. And so the question I have for you fellas, you uh, Vittle experts, if you're going to stay home, or go somewhere to a friend's house. Are you going to buy Super Bowl food, like a big takeout order of wings from someplace? Or are you going to make it yourself?
2: Hmm. Um, as someone that can't do much of anything in the kitchen, I would absolutely... And I'm a big fan of going out and buying stuff, like for Thanksgiving. You took your whole Thanksgiving dinner I, to go. I, I'm a huge, huge fan of that. It's so much easier. You just do it. It's there. It's instant. It's instant and i would absolutely do it if i was having a super bowl party if i were having but of a course, super bowl party but i'm not having a super bowl party because i'm working
0: but aren't you glad that you don't have to have a super mm-hmm. bowl party yes
1: i am actually party uh, in the newsroom yeah, yeah, there'll
2: yeah. be some food in here right uh, they usually w- do. i think we're getting a uh,
0: keg and we're getting some uh,
2: wings <laughs> a from, news keg nice. wings from uh, dj
0: better order early and i can understand because other people especially with wings it's hard to replicate That restaurant wing situation on the other hand mung the game doesn't kick off till 6 30 you could make food all day you could make plans you could execute plans i mean i can see the attraction of that
1: yeah this is why i'm on the opposite end of greg um and i say make it yourself at home because as eric said there's plenty of time and i want to back up a little bit and it's kind of interesting you guys might uh find this interesting now that you're talking about do you watch it do you prefer to watch it out and about with a big group at a bar? Or do you prefer to watch it at home? We did a recent poll on the Cape Cod Times website, and it was something ridiculous. Like 80% of the people were like, I'm watching it at home in an intimate setting, huh. maybe with friends and family. I was shocked. I thought the the number, you know, it would spike to people going out and about. But mm. maybe it's because of the winter. It's cold. People want to stay in. It's a little easier than having to deal with a big crowd. I also think yeah. if you're
0: really emotionally invested, as I was during the AFC Championship game against the Chiefs, I was so overwrought by the end of the game, I didn't want anyone to see me. That's true. That's just true. my family, and they understand me, sort of. But, I mean, I was sitting there like, before that uh, offside call when the radio interception looked like it was going to stand, I was like, I had my finger on the remote, I was about to hit off, and then I was about to scream. <laughs> you know, I mean, like the Munch painting. Oh! <laughs> but it worked out okay, and I, I think you just need the comforts of home When you're under pressure like that, not to mention, you know you got a bathroom you can count on.
1: (laughs) That's true. You know, Uh, and you're not driving anywhere. Right, Mm. right, right. And
0: you can eat just what you want. Yep. If you want to have some carrot sticks and celery sticks, you can do that.
1: And you're probably saving money because drinks are not that cheap these days out and about.
0: And it's hard not to get drunk at a bar when the event takes five hours. And even if you're (laughs) a sipper, eventually you're going to be parched by panic and you just start gargling down some beers. That's grueling. It is grueling to be in one spot like that. Oh, also,
1: you're forgetting a big thing. You might not be able to hear the commercials in a loud setting. And you know that people love to watch Super Bowl commercials because aren't they like $10 billion
0: for 30 seconds these days? And then Maroon 5. I guess you're right. For the whole super experience. Mm -hmm. But, you know... When the Sox won it for the first time and I was down at the bomb shelter and in Wellfleet, that feeling of that crowd coming together Mm -hmm. was really special. When you're hugging people you don't know and your dreams are coming true, it's all silly of course, but it does feel lovely to share it with some intimate strangers that you've uh, come to love over the three hours. It's kind of tribal, right? Isn't absolutely. It, isn't that absolutely. the whole experience mm-hmm. of,
2: you know, sports? I mean, that's that's the whole experience anyway, isn't it? Of, of you know, like-minded, you know, you, you, you coalesce around this team, their goals, their hopes, you know. So
0: I guess uh-huh. the question is, do you go to church, which would be a sports bar, <laughs> or do you stay home and, and worship at the own altar of your own television? Mm.
1: Mm, good mm. question. Well, back to the home and food. You could, you could easily make some wings at home. I mean, it's only like, what, 20, 30 minutes for wings. Put a little, gar- melt some butter, a little garlic and some Parmesan and kind of paint those over the wings. Put them in the oven. Boom, you're golden in like less than an hour. You can make chili. You can Another great uh, thing that's easy to make is like meatballs. Have Put them in a crock pot. Oh, yeah. So already you've got three foods within less than a
0: couple hours. Can of we bacon. have the meatballs with little toothpicks for little, each meatball? Little, toothpicks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. love yeah that. That's the oh, only yeah. way to eat. Oh, totally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Toothpicks! Traditional right. Italian style, Swedish meatballs, barbecue, mm. sweet and sour. Oh, the works. I'm getting hungry now uh, that I'm thinking about it. Oh,
0: this. it's going to be a big game, fellas. Big game.
1: <laughs> Before we transition away from uh, Patriots talk, we do have to give a little plug to some of our great content at the Cape Cod Times. We've got a uh, Patriots timeline about their entire history at CapeCodTimes.com slash Patriots Dynasty. You can go to CapeCodTimes.com slash sports for all of the uh, stories that our reporters are writing and as they will in the coming days to the Super Bowl. People go into the game, people, longtime fans, really interesting stuff, guys.
0: Sounds good. Really good. Cape Cod Times is all over the Super Bowl, and when we finally win it and the headline screams, Joy of Six, <laughs> you'll know where it came from. Me. <laughs> all right, uh, Mung, uh, in related restaurant news, it sounded like you and one of our fellow reporters, Ethan, did a little uh, traveling to the beautiful town of High Witchport and ate something somewhere.
1: Oh yeah, we uh, we went to the Hot Stove Saloon on Main Street in Harwichport. This is a favorite of mine. I like to go uh, at least once a year to get one specific dish. It's called the Honey Fried Chicken. You know how much I'm a huge fried chicken fan. And, uh, you know, it's on the bone and what's good about it it's got that little sweet taste because of the honey and it was really crispy and I'm not so much a big dark meat person, but even the dark meat was, was good. I like uh, uh, the breast and the wing. White meat was juicy. A lot of people think that, you know, white meat dries out, but this was perfect and it was affordable and a nice
0: snack for a Friday night. Fried Chicken Friday. Mm. Uh, Come I do on, Greg. Love,
2: I love fried chicken. I do. So that's oh, you a, must
0: try that there. Is that some of the best on the Cape? Oh, it's some of my favorite fried
1: chicken on all of the Cape. Definitely.
0: Wow. That's the Hot Stove Saloon with Mung. I mean, if he recommends the fried chicken, Greg. I know, I know. I know. It's got to be serious. I'm on it. I'm You're going to have it. to cross over from the Bayside <laughs> all the way over. Do I have to go to the south side? you got to go over oh. there. Over no. there, tuck it down oh. there, boy, and get oh, all of that fried chicken, boy. I'm feeling full and hungry at the same time, yes. um, so maybe we need to pre-Super Bowl take a stroll. It looks like it's going to be a beautiful day on Sunday. Temperatures around 40, sunny, and I can report on what I did last Sunday. I parked my car at the end of the rail trail, the bike trail in Well Fleet, walked down toward the beaches. And took a ride on old wireless road in Wellfleet. And there I was able to link up with dun-dun-dun-dun, the Atlantic White Cedar Swamp Trail. So you parked out there. You didn't go to uh, I did not go to the Marconi, Marconi Overlook, which is a great place to go. Interesting. That's the, through the parkway off of Route 6. I did not know this you This is did. another way to get in, and there's a bunch of nice trails to give you a nice leg stretcher. Nice. And so that was a pleasure. I was the only person down there. The sun was shining. The swamp was filled with water, and I careened around that boardwalk. Like, I was speedwalking, and it was hard to stay on the boardwalk, because it takes some weird turns, and you think to yourself, what would happen if I just slipped... And went off the boardwalk over the Cedar Swamp and into that wet, spongy, strange place. Would trolls rise up? No, the swamp monster will get of you. Course. I know that. Of course
1: there's a swamp monster. monster. There are several.
0: So,
2: several swamp... What yeah. are they like? Are they They're cart- they kind of slimy. You they're know? vegetarians, though, right? Oh, they are. Yeah, they're not going to eat you. They're just going to... They're gonna not like you. big
0: Venus fly traps?
2: They're just going to envelop you in their in their wet,
1: gooey... They're like Bigfoots of the swamp.
0: And do they eventually drag you down into the swamp? Yes. Slowly?
1: Yes. With medium very,
2: speed? <laughs> very, very slow. So you hope someone
0: else comes along on the Atlantic White Cedar Swamp boardwalk and pulls you out. <laughs> Hopefully. You know what's really spooky about down there because it's kind of windy? The trees, the cedar trees, these magnificent cedar trees are rubbing against each other, and it makes these ungodly croaks Eerie. and screams. Isn't it? isn't it? Isn't it? It's like there's people in your attic, and they're scary people, and they're above you. and.
2: Nah
0: so i get out of there quick i was moving fast went up it's a spooky place particularly if you're in there alone i was scared greg i wish there was another place to walk that wasn't so scary and that was free
2: did you cry like a baby
0: i cried like a little baby (laughs) Baby. and then the trolls left me alone because they were like look at this guy what a mess pathetic we do not want to bring him into our tribe we don't like this guy but only Greg. Could there be some other place to walk that's not so scary to get your Super Bowl thing going on 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 Sunday or something? If now I guess there's not. We'll move on. Oh, I think so. What? Um, Nickerson State Park and Brewster
2: is uh, it, they have a, a very extensive network of um, of um, bike trails and the great part about Nickerson this time of year is it doesn't cost any money to free, get in free in season it does you know it's, it's un- and there's un- all those people camping and all those people
0: and they're running uh, around doing camping they're uh, emptying
2: dishwater out I mean who knows what's going on <laughs> in there and they're biking on the bike trails oh and they're, they're having you know, their
0: fun, family fun yeah, with yeah, all yeah. those
2: cooing noises but this who needs that but this time of year they're, they're there aren't, there aren't many people there um, if you drive in the entrance and you just keep going straight on the right hand side of the road at some point there's a parking lot and it's a pretty big parking lot the trails you know the trails right there you can just get out there you can walk um, you, you, you can the thing I like about it is you can make it really short, you can make it really long, depending on the different, you know, sort of uh, you know, routes you take. It's a really, really cool place. We, i we love Nickerson State it's, Park it's in Brewster. One, it's probably one of my favorite Six
0: A, I would say what I always do there, drive in, so happy that I don't have to pay five bucks or whatever it is. You go past that toll booth thing, take your first left and head toward Big Cliff Pond. When that road stops, you're right there at the pond. There's the big cliff pond trail, cliff mm-hmm, pond trail, mm-hmm. and it goes yeah. out around these ponds, sometimes on the beach, sometimes by giant rocks, and on a sunny day, the the water is dapply and alive. If it's 40 degrees, you're not gonna feel cold once you get walking. And to me that's one of the five great walks on Cape Cod and it would be great to do before the Super Bowl, because you can't sit around like a slug all day watching highlights. You got that, Craig? <laughs> I'm
2: taping it, you know, and then I'm going to watch it in super slow mo. Here
0: comes oh, a great interception. Like, that's how sloths watch the Super Bowl very slowly. All right, so we do recommend uh, a lot of activity this weekend to get ready for the crazy Super Bowl. Here's a good way to be refreshed when the Super Bowl comes. How about a polar plunge, guys? What do you say? Burr. You rub yourself down with some bear grease. <laughs> you go over to Craigville Beach. Uh, this is very exciting. Craigville Beach, this is the MSPCA Cape Cod fifth annual Super Bowl Sunday Polar Plunge into the ocean off Craigville Beach at high noon. Registration's 1115. It offers a chance for Super Bowl fans to get chilly before diving into chilly. <laughs> It's <laughs> That's good. That's good. You get your system going. Water's probably not that cold this time of year. What do you think? Uh, 40? Uh, <laughs> just, just a little I'm, cool.
2: I'm, I'm shivering. I'm, I'm all scrunched up just thinking about how cold
0: it is. So that means a no, even though it's for a good cause. The MSPCA Cape Cod at noon on Sunday at Craigville Beach?
1: I've always wanted to do one of these, but I think I'd have a heart attack, or like a mung attack, which is just probably me falling into the ocean and screaming like a baby seal for somebody to rescue me.
0: So you'd have to be rescued. I remember one time we were out in the mud somewhere... And the uh, dolphin rescue people had to rescue you because you uh, your <laughs> boots true. got stuck in the mud. It was like knee
1: high mud. This is as close as you come to quicksand on the Cape. I was sinking. Yes. If those people weren't there, I'd probably be, you know, part of the flats.
0: <laughs> well, uh, that that was that was scary because that was in Duck Creek in Wellfleet, and it was like this mayonnaise mud, and it was horrible, and it was hard to you get out of ways, and you realize you can't take another step, and now all of a sudden you're gonna fall. And uh, the unfortunate thing, Mung, I believe you were wearing your dad's boots at the time. Is that true?
1: That's true. He's currently been bootless for many years. Did
0: you lose both
1: boots or just one boot? Just one, which makes it even more awkward. Because <laughs> then you have to only wear the other one and then find another single lost boot. So now you're you're off balance, mismatched colors. It's just a boot nightmare. That was
0: a horrible rescue. So you don't want that to happen at the Polar Plunge. Maybe it's best we avoid that. But that is kind of intriguing. There are other events you can do before the Super Bowl. Greg, this is right up your alley as a musical fellow. What's that? You love the Messiah. I mean, the musical thing. That's beautiful. Is it a musical? Yes. It's something like that. The Chatham Corral wants to offer a musical way to pass the time before watching the Patriots in the Super Bowl and prepare for the night's nail-biting drama. It's called the second annual Super Bowl Sunday Sing and includes a rousing afternoon of selections from Handel's Messiah, with patrons singing with chorale members under the direction of Joe Marchio. Singers and listeners, welcome. Scores will be available, or you can borrow, you can bring your own. That's 3 o'clock Sunday at the Church of the Holy Spirit, 204 Monument Road, Orleans. The Chatham Chorale. Putting this together, isn't that exciting? So if I go, I, I, I can sing? Yes, you can sing the Messiah. Oh
2: goodness, I don't know if I can do that.
0: This is great. You get all your holy feelings going, yeah. and you bring them right to your TV. Well, and you you're, project that in yeah. and maybe get some divine intervention in the right way for the Patriots.
2: You're filled with rapture.
0: Yes, rapture mm. like when you score a two-point conversion after a touchdown. <laughs> or your soul saved. One of those two. I can't remember which one is more <laughs> important than the...
1: Uh, well, now that you mentioned this, uh, do you think the big guy upstairs is rooting for the Patriots?
0: I don't know. Greg... I know you are the incarnation of uh, the creator on Earth. Are you rooting for the Patriots? I don't think the big guy has... He, he, she tries to um,
2: be sort of middle of the road. Doesn't want to show favoritism.
0: So you don't think the creator has like a a Patriots pennant? No. Like a raccoon coat? Go Pats! No. So God is not saying go Pats?
2: No, I think the big guy woman is... um, it has all the regalia. It's, it's, it's just a part of being a, a part of everything. Everyone, every being, human being, everywhere.
0: You don't think when you get to heaven, you're assigned an NFL team to be a fan of, and then you're like, for perpetuity, you have to be a Falcons fan? That would be. Like all the archangels wearing different <laughs> NFL garb and logos? That would be hideous, really. Seriously. Little wing logo clips? Uh, what if you get stuck with like a team that you just hate? That's that's heaven.
1: And I don't it, know what you guys are talking about. I, by, by big guy upstairs, I met Al, our shirt, shirtless landlord. <laughs> Oops. Who lives above us. Is
0: he a Pats fan?
1: <laughs> He's a fan of our money.
0: Oh, boy. That's rough. So we do not know which way heaven is projecting the Super Bowl. We don't know whether they have any power to take a wobbly pass and... Make it float over the outstretched hands of a defender into Julian Edelman's arms. We do not know if they blow on the wind to make an extra point. Go a little bit beyond the uprights. Missing a chance to win Super Bowl 53. We don't know these things. Only we can watch and let wing dribble. Dribble down our chin. Oh, so many things, guys. So many things this weekend. We're just so in love with all these events. You know, this might be, oh, this is an interesting event. You guys love story slams, right? Telling stories, doing things with stories, uh, like the moth that we hear on the radio on our local NPR affiliate, WCAI. Well, we have a local version of it called the Mosquito Outer Cape Storytelling Slam. 7 o'clock Saturday at the Provincetown Theater. The theme is, it's complicated. Storytellers from the audience prepare five-minute true stories based on the theme. Ten storytellers picked at random will get up on stage and tell their story. Bite it live on stage. They say it's $12 at the Provincetown Theater. That's 238 Bradford Street, 7 o'clock Saturday. Greg will be there. He'll be doing his five-minute story called Gulls. And here's a sneak peek.
2: Okay. What bird is the quintessential Cape Cod bird? Chickadee. No, parrot. Gull.
0: Oh, <laughs>
2: you guys, the gull, the gull, the black-backed gull, the herring gull, the the the, the, uh, the, the uh, laughing gull. So they're all over the place down here. And when I was a kid, when you went to the dump, because we all went to the dump, there was there there even today, very few people get. Uh, trash pickup We all would get our trash together It's this weekly thing That everyone does down here They get the trash together You put it in your car You take it to the dump You get rid of it When we were kids You got rid of it at the dump as well But the dump was this place Where they Put trash. They they burn trash, and when you went down there, there were these huge piles of burning trash in this, in this and, and, and oh, this and, and, <laughs> and this fog and and oh, that's five minutes. And then and this fog and 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 stuff. And 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 it was almost like post apocalyptic. But the one constant at the beach at the beach, it could have been the beach at the dump where the gulls are all over the place. You know, they're just you know up in the sky. They're like a plague. They're like the buzzards. And the one thing they did, which you have to watch out for, was they, um had excrement that was voluminous, oh, and boy. they would oh. accidentally I mean, sort of hit you. We- So, here I was oh, in the past two weeks in my car. I parked the car at, at one place. I, was, I took a walk. I came back. It was covered with this green, slimy, yellowy, oh, white no. kind of Jackson Pollock thing <laughs> all over the roof, all over the... And it's like this whole swarm of gulls had pooped on my car. Okay, I cleaned that up. Then the other day I was driving it to work and there were these three or four gulls that, that were in a parking lot here in Hyannis and they suddenly flew up And I'm driving along, and all of a sudden, splat, my windshield, there's this big, big yellowy, you know, orangey, white, just all over my windshield. It's like, what is going on? Why are these girls targeting me?
0: And why were they eating Skittles?
2: (laughs) Why? What do they they eat? They eat this horrible, horrible stuff.
1: So your story is Dump at the Dump?
2: dump at the dump
1: it's complicated but it's, it's quintessential.
2: it's so Cape
0: Cod gulls Greg, are you're just so... a victim I don't know
2: you seem cursed All right, wow anyway that's my story
0: hmm. that's a that's a right there the story slam that's the mosquito story slam <laughs> seven o'clock Saturday at the Provincetown theater and Greg will be performing gulls gulls <laughs> okay well that brings us about to the end of another fantastic Cape Cod fun show. Oh, fellas, we got to pull together. Put all your hands in. Oh yeah. Oh, Mung. That's um, <laughs> <laughs> kind of that's kind of viscous. Um, I'm really nervous. Oh man, we got to hope for the Patriots. We really got to hope for the Patriots this weekend because this is the last giant burst of fun, and it will be our task in lonely weeks ahead to extract all the joy and all the fun of the Patriots-less scene on Cape Cod. Have a great Super Bowl, everybody. Greg, thank you for being here. You're welcome. Mung, thank you for being here. My pleasure. My name is Eric Williams. You've been listening to the Cape Cod Fun Show. Till next time. Till next week. See ya. Oh, hey, there's Greg's car down there. Come on. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Look out below <laughs> we got him again what <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>